Welcome back to another Daily Walk. Well, today I'd like to ask you a question. Do you love Jesus or do you just have a crush on him? So welcome back to the program. Uh, just a reminder, we are launching a new website soon that could cause the podcast feeds to go a little wonky for a little bit. Uh, just keep an eye out uh, for the website at rwalkingchrist.com for any updates to that. And when you see it actually function like a good functional website that's better organized, you'll know we relaunched the site. But today I wanna to spend a little bit of time talking about this question. Do you love Jesus or do you have a crush on him? And this is a very interesting point that I was thinking about because as I mentioned last week, uh, or maybe it was a couple weeks ago, a friend of mine and I have been studying some of the more noble, huge celebrity pastor stuff lately, not looking at external sources. We've actually been opening up their websites. We've been actually listening through, taking notes on, and literally trying to learn positive things from a lot of these pastors. And nearly all of them are talking about loving Jesus. Well, then we said, we got really sick of that. And so we went to another much better, more biblically sound, theologically sound pastor, listened to that, which was a breath of fresh air to actually get in and do some solid Bible exposition. And one of the statements he said, in fact, we, we actually then watched a sermon about the church growth movement specifically. And one of the points that he made near the very end of this sermon is he said one of the marks of a true church is that they love Jesus. Well, this caused an immediate conflict because nearly every one of these church growth churches, all of these church growth pastors run around talking about loving Jesus. So what is loving Jesus? And I stopped think about this. Now, when I'm cooking, just to get my mind off of the complexities of life, I actually listen to Adventures in Odyssey. And I have all the way up to like 50, I think I need to get volume 53 now. So I have like volume one all the way up to 52. And then I think I have 55, 57, a few other ones. I need to get a few Adventures in Odyssey albums yet. Um, but I listen to those going through. And it, which takes about all year to go through the whole volume, but that's what I do when I'm cooking so I can get my mind off of all of the other complexities of life. Very simple, very short stories, enjoyable to listen to while I'm actually cooking and, and doing other basic kitchen type stuff. And it happened that right about the time we were thinking and listening at these, I was on the Lost Episodes uh, CD and one of those is, uh, was called the, the Problem with Girls. And it was about, the, it was about basically it was about crushes. And of course, girls mature faster than boys. And so oftentimes girls will get crushes on boys when boys are still in the girls have cooties mode, which is probably God planned that perfectly. Because if it were the other way around, man, we have a lot more problems with that kind of stuff than we do. Uh, but one of the statements made in that episode was talking about what is a crush. And a crush is more of an infatuation. It's this desire to really, it's this desire to want to be with somebody to the point where you don't have a real expectation of what the real relationship would be like, which is radically different than a commitment that you get in true love, where love itself isn't a feeling. It's not just a, ooh, I love somebody because I have a feeling. That is the lie that we have bought into in America, which is why our divorce rates are so high because we wake up one day and say, I don't feel like I love you anymore, so let's divorce. Well, you've had a crush on the person. You didn't love a person. Because love is a decision. 
Love is a responsibility. Love can survive conflicts. Love does things that is far beyond the emotions. You can love somebody. In fact, uh, one kid that, that I was mentoring for a long time wrote me a little note, and it was after we had a fight of some form, and he writes, even when I am mad at you, I will still love you. And that was a powerful statement. And it was a testimony to how we can actually draw close to people even in the midst of conflict and how we can have so much relationship even in the midst of conflict. And what I start to see though is all of these church growth churches that are not preaching from the Bible all talk about loving Jesus. And in the midst of all of this, it begs this question, do you love Jesus? Or do you have a crush on him? Do you have this feeling that you're just like, oh, I love the idea of Jesus. I love the idea of going to heaven. I love the idea uh, of this warm gushiness. Oh, I don't want the responsibility. I don't want the difficulty. I don't want the challenges. I don't want the issues. Where do you sit in that? Because I have a fascinating statement from Matthew chapter 7. We're going to read, uh, the first part we're going to read is Matthew 7, 21 to 23. Not everyone who says to me, Lord, Lord, will enter the kingdom of heaven, but he who does the will of my Father who is in heaven will enter. Many will say to me on that day, Lord, Lord, did we not prophesy in your name, and in your name cast out demons, in your name perform many wonderful miracles? And I will declare to them, I never knew you. Depart from me, ye who practice lawlessness. These are people that say, I love Jesus. I'm doing all these things for him. No, you're not. No, you're not. That's what Jesus just says. I'm going to say to you, depart from me. I never knew you. Because real love is not an infatuation with the person. It's not, oh, I want to make it to heaven. And no matter what we want to do in our life, we can keep on doing. That's not the gospel. The gospel is difficult. The gospel is we have to lay our sin at the foot of the cross and say, I was wrong and change our mind and follow him even at our personal loss. That is the gospel. Losing your friendship sometimes, losing your money sometimes, losing your desire for sin all the times. But it picks up in Matthew uh, 7, 24 to 27. Therefore, everyone who hears these words of mine and acts on them may be compared to a wise man who built his house on the rock. And the rain fell and the floods came and the winds blew and slammed against that house and yet it did not fall for it had been founded on the rock. And everyone who hears these words of mine and does not act on them will be like a foolish man who built his house on the sand. And the rains fell and the floods came and the winds blew and slammed against that house and great was its fall. So what's the difference? He's saying, hey, this is the word. This is my command. Are you going to actually do this? Because what we start to see and what we were evaluating in a lot of these church growth situations is we saw pastors who say, I love Jesus, but their statements, their messages, their teachings is counterproductive to what's in this word of God. This is the standard, not the feelings, not the business guru, not the pragmatic business plan, not the strategy, the gospel of Jesus Christ. That is what was important. And it continues on in Matthew chapter 7, verses 28 and 29. When Jesus had finished these words, the crowds were amazed at his teaching, for he was teaching them as one having authority and not as the scribes. 
What is the ultimate will of God? The ultimate will of God is to do what the scriptures say at great personal loss. These are those challenges that we have. Are we going to love Jesus, which even means we trust him in the conflict, when life is not going well, when we didn't confess to Jesus and then all of a sudden everything turned all right with the world? No, I got a word for you. When you confess yourself truly before Christ, things will not instantly turn right with the world. In fact, sometimes they take a turn for the worst. It's God testing our faith. I talk about this whole concept in the book, Testing and Temptations. Very interesting, worthy of, of looking at. All right, so true love is to actually do what Jesus says, even when it's not comfortable, even when it doesn't feel good, even when you're, you're emotionally being torn apart. A crush is when you love the idea, you're infatuated with the idea, but you're not really interested in the hard work that it takes to follow him. Do you love Jesus or do you have a crush on him? Let me know in the comments down below. Thank you for tuning in. Our Walk in Christ podcast is a listener-supported presentation. For more information about how you can help, check out ourwalkinchrist.com forward slash support or our Patreon page at patreon.com forward slash Tom M. That's T-O-M-M. Digital and paperback books are available on several online bookstores or at our website. Once again, the website is ourwalkinchrist.com.